Welcome to a new episode of the broadcast. Today should be a longer episode due to the fact that I, what I had to talk about is something I enjoy a lot and I have a lot to talk about. As you can tell by the title of this, I will be talking about Star Wars. Maybe multiple things in Star Wars, like what I think about the movies, like video games, and stuff like that. Okay, so for the first part of this, I want to talk about the movies. I enjoy the movies a lot. I like the prequels, I like the sequels, I especially love the sequels. I like the original trilogy. My biggest issues come when people, like the fans, are really crying. Not, well, I guess they might cry over it. And like, the sequels aren't canon. Like, they removed them from canon, obviously. Or, Ray's not a Skywalker. Like, where's the papers? Where's the papers? Like, they don't understand. Like, so they're fine with Leia changing her name because she was adopted. Even though we don't see the papers for that. But if Ray changes her last name to Skywalker, then that's the biggest issue. Like, if what I saw was correct, Padme's last name isn't Amidala. She changed that when she ran for Queen, which I don't know how that story's part uh, policy or political stuff works. So it's like, it kind of makes me mad when people like scream that. It's like, guess what? It's stories. You don't need papers to change your name. People do it all the time. And I don't know. It's just, I just hate when we do that. And so for the sequels, I do don't like, um, so moving away from fan critique for actual sequels, um, they could have done more with, um, uh, Finn's character. I just think he was waste, wasted a lot. And I think a lot of it came from the backlash of his character in The Last Jedi. Because from what we could tell, he was set up to be a decent character in Force Awakens, with Mars handing him the lightsaber. And it's just the fact that his storyline with uh, Rose wasn't um, not handled well, but uh, well, wasn't handled well, but also not accepted well. So I think it just caused people to not to um, what's the word? Um, not handle it, but um, take it well. All right. So it's like people, the people behind Star Wars are like, oh, maybe this is not a good idea. But I think they should have done the opposite and focus more on him versus what they did in Last Jedi. And so I'm happy they didn't do a. Um, I'm happy they didn't do a Finn and Rey relationship. Like, although you say in The Force Awakens, they were saying it from the DB lovers. But I can see, I, I can see them as friends. Like, if you're really good friends with someone, yes, they just met, so why would he care that much about someone if they're just friends? But, I, he, for my sake, he's her way out. He, uh, yeah. No, she's his way out of the first one, and she just got kidnapped. So I see why he yelled her name. And, yeah, so I think overall they developed a good friendship. And so, there are some, like, in my opinion, for Star Wars movies, yeah, I know this is kind of everywhere, but right now I'm just, hopefully you can keep up. Uh, for Star Wars movies, it should be a, um, each movie should be directed by a same director, and each script should be rolled out, like, as one big script, and divided by three multiple scripts. And my opinion is because you see how the sequels are handled. And because J.J. Abrams said one thing with The Force Awakens, the new director, Ryan Johnson, came in and said, yeah, I'm not doing that, I'm going to do this. And then when J.J. came back, he had only that two hours, some minutes, like three minutes period to revisit everything he talked about and close it off. Plus, close off the things that J. Not, uh, Ryan Johnson had did. 
And people might say, well, the sequels on I mean, the pre- um, original trilogy was like that. It was multiple. But when they first wrote and shot and released the first Star Wars movie, they had no plans of making a trilogy or any franchise. It was just one movie. You can tell it clearly. Just one movie, and that's it. So they more easily can do stuff for two and three that if with the sequels and the prequels, they set stuff up in the first movie that they had to carry out through all the three rest of the movies. And like you say the thing about Doom, like each movie has to be run out beforehand. That way you can get the movies out faster. And at the same time, uh, you don't have to worry about introducing a second movie that contradicts something in the first movie and all that. So for the original concept of episode 9, I would have loved to see that more than what we got. Because we visit that Coruscant, which we haven't visited since the episode 3. Which would be cool to see what happened to it, how bad they get run down, and so forth and so forth. And then we also got Ray's double-edged stable, stable, which makes sense. Because she uses a staff, so it just makes sense that she would get a double-edged blade. And so I get this would be cool. So you get some people going to like Coruscant to warn people or start uprising because the first oil landed there and they're taking over. So I thought that would be a cool story overall. And I think this is one. This next thing is one that a lot of people wanted. It's the white lightsaber by Kylo Ren. Like it legit had character that went from dark side to light side. It would make more sense for him to take his lightsaber. Purify it, and then when he shows up to fight Ray, it's the white, I guess his white saber, but instead of crackling like his red one is, it's gonna be like a smooth lightsaber white. And that could show that he was out of him versus he. versus what happened where they shared Luke's and Leia's saber. It's like, I get why they did that, but I just find it weird, like, why they like. Yeah, I don't know how to say, but yeah. And I also find out where that Luke Saber was the entire thing, like MacGuffin, not MacGuffin thing, but main item throughout the whole trilogy. Like, it would have been cool to be like in episode, like what they did in episode 6, introduce a new lightsaber for the main character. Because I love her yellow saber. Like, I love like the design of it and all that. So it would have been cool to see that for more time. Okay, so moving on to games. So, when I say games, I mean game. There's a certain game I've been waiting on for two years. I pre-ordered it. It was supposed to come out this spring. Get delayed to next spring. I hope to God it does not get delayed ever again. Because if it does, I'm going to just go drive myself to wherever TT Games is located. And force them to release it. The Lego Skywalker Saga, and this kind of goes back to my original, not my original, my first thing about how people say the sequels are not canon, the animation cannot see, and like if they were, like uh, Disney Star Wars would not allow all nine episodes to be in one game, because if you if it's not canon, why do you want them in the game? Oh, speaking like before I continue on with the game thing, that did bring me like remind me of something. In Star Wars Rebels, there's a theory that, oh, and before, when, like, so when, I haven't seen the show, so I don't know much about it, but when the main character, what's it, 
I can't remember his name, but the main character, he hops into his time vortex space thing, and he goes back in time to save Ahsoka. So the theory is, before he saves Ahsoka, the Ahsoka, timeline where Ahsoka dies, is the sequel trilogy, and the sequel is where she lives, is the um, um, Mandalorian sequels. I'm like, but why? Legit, John Favreau, the guy who makes the Mandalorian, said that we're going to see the first order rise. And I was supposed to be, like, I, I don't see why people want these movies to be allocated so bad. Like, it's just annoying. So, back to the game. So, I'm looking forward to the Lego Skywalker Saga game so much. Like, I can't. This is going to be the mass, the biggest, most massive Lego game ever. I, I thought right now, it's going to be the closest thing we have an open world Star Wars game. We get to explore, like, 23 planets, have over 500 characters, playable characters, I remember, if I'm correct, 800 characters in the games, ships. I heard that a Star Destroyer is going to be the length of an American football field, and, but one thing I'm not sure about, if it's going to be the size, like, compared to the size of a human, or compared to the size of a minifigure. But if it's compared to the size of a minifigure on an American football field, those ships are going to be massive. And that's what I I don't have Lego Star Wars three. I just never got it. But when I from my the footage I see of the game, one thing I like is like how you get to explore the Star Destroyers, and that's only one of my favorite things to explore on these. Like, so with the most recent games, like with Marvel Superheroes two, DC Supervillains, I love making my own adventures in the game, picking characters, making custom characters, and making my own stories. And journeys. With this, with this game, it'd be perfect to do. So with the plans, I don't know. All I know is like if you're playing episode one, or ep like you know, from the episode one to three, the prequel trilogy, whatever planets you visit, they're gonna be like that. So if you're gonna visit Coruscant, it's gonna be busy. The Jedi Temple's gonna be open and good. But if you play through the original trilogy and you go back to Coruscant, it's gonna be like, oh, the Jedi Temple's gone. Like the Jedi's gone. Yeah, and there's, if Elm is on there, like, I'm pretty sure it would because Elm becomes Starkiller base. Uh, in the original church, it's going to be barren. There's going to be no thing. Just like in um, Jedi, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Not Last Jedi, that's a movie. Just like in Star Wars The Jedi Fallen Order. During the gameplay, Elm is a barren planet. But after you leave and come back, you can see it being transformed into Starkiller Base. Which I think that's what's going to happen Like once you finish the episode. That's what's going to happen with the game. In the original trilogy, it's going to be a barren wasteland. And the prequel trilogy, no, the secret trilogy, my bad. It's going to be Starkiller Base. See, I don't, I don't know what it's going to be like when you finish the games. Like, complete the story. If like once you enter the atmosphere, it's gonna say, "Hey, what series you like? What show do you want to play in?" Speaking of entering the atmosphere, you won't be able to land it at like in real time. It's obviously gonna have a cutscene and designated places to land. But what would be cool is like after the cutscene, you're in like you're in the air, so you can just fly around the planet and land there. That'd be cool, but we don't know. But um. So a lot of games, like with the stories of Force, Lego Force Awakens, you you basically on the Millennium Falcon, click a planet, it 
jumps you to that planet. With this game, you can basically if you do light speed, like fast travel, it will fast travel. If I'm correct, it will fast travel you to the open space before the planet. But it might also just fast travel you to the planet on the planet itself. I don't know how that will work. But if you don't want to do that, you can let this travel through open space and actually in real time travel from Coruscant all the way to Tatooine or to Endor. Which I think that's amazing. And continuing on with the open space stuff of it, there's a, a um, so depending on what trilogy you're playing in, if you're in the open space, especially outside planet, there's a chance that if you're playing on the prequel, the um, Trade Federation will show up and attack you. If you're playing in the originals, the Empire could attack you. And prequels, the first door. So, which I find cool because it gives more depth to the game. My biggest issue with the way the game is handled right now, besides the drill aid, we don't know much about the character customizer. The character customizer and Lego DC Superfans was amazing, pretty much almost perfect. No, I say almost perfect because you are limited to certain stuff. But it'd be cool. So I hope that at least that customizer is like the the um, stars Lego. Uh, I hope that the Lego stars Galactus customizer is like the DC supervillain one, but or more advanced. Eventually, with Lego, I want it to be like you can draw your own Legos and put it into the game. And then that will pop up, like your own shirt design, your accessory, because that'd be awesome, to be honest. So that's my biggest issue with the game. Like we haven't seen anything about the customizer, so I'm afraid they're going to go back to like a Lego Marvel Superhero Two or Batman Two, like that type of customizer. I mean, Batman Two's I mean Marvel's. Yeah, I was saying Batman Three, but. I hope not. I hope the customizers get more advanced with each game. And so you can also drive the Death Star, which would be super cool, being able to drive it from... Okay, wouldn't it be cool? It'd be cool if they didn't do it like... Um... So I can see the, the Death Star, they're all playing out two ways. Like, actually multiple ways. But like, similar ways? So let me explain. So, with the ships, so in most games, let's take Lego Marvel Avengers, not, uh, sorry, my bad, Lego Marvel Superhero 1. If you buy the, um, hair carrier and fly it, it's a mini version that moves fast. So, I can see them doing that, like a mini version that moves fast, or a big version that also travels fast. I don't want them to do that. I want it to be a big version, like the actual size in the game, but moves up slower than a TIE fighter. And I also see it to be like you control it technically, which it'd be cool to control it, like, but it's gonna be cool to be like, hey, this is the oh, white target. Whoa. I want it to be like, hey, this is where I'm going to go. Set in the coordination, co uh, coordinates, my bad, and then leave. And it would drive itself. And there could be an option to where if you want to drive it yourself, you can drive it to that planet. Which I think that'd be awesome. 
So yeah, I yeah I said one game. Actually, let me think. Yeah, I said one game. But actually, I want to talk about two more games. The second one is the Jedi Fallen Order Two, which will be called Jedi something else. What I want them to do. My biggest issue with Fallen Order is the open world. So basically, once you get beneath the game, you can still travel these planets and battle AI. But I wish it was like you could travel these planets and do quests because that make it feel more open. But I also, wish the planets were more bigger, or there were more planets to explore. Because I think there are only five in the game. But like one with the element small, and a lot of the uh, like planets like so it's just like one long path, so you can only travel along that path and you can't explore it more. So in this sequel, I want there to be more planets, and I want the planets to be bigger with side quests. And I think what they could do is, since these characters have been to Ilum, since they've been to all these other planets, I want them to add all five of these planets. As plea, not plea explored, but free unlocked planets, and as the game uh, progresses, introduce new planets. So with this, the sequel, you get more planets, and then with the third game, if there will be a third game, you get even more planets. So I want it to expand on the map, which I think that, that's like a similar idea I have to GTA Online. I wait for them to update it, but keep all five planets, don't reset them. And just add more planets to it, which would be really cool. And then the other game I want to talk about is the Dominion New Stars open world game. Which, <coughs> which me talking about Skyward Saga, I would say I want. But, um, th because how, like, it's not going to be a Lego one, it's going to be like a giant phone or type one. So, those could be certain things. They could do it for an old way where the planets are small, but there's multiple planets. Or they can do it to where you're stuck on one planet. Which I don't want them to do. Like, it's all it is is exploring planets, like multiple planets, space. So it'd be cool if there's like. I would be happy if they did like three or five planets, but make them big. Or like several more small ones. Because in the more Sword game, you want to explore space and you want to explore the planets. They're making one planet ain't where really you game, and they're making just like with um, Lego Skywalker, no, Lego Star, uh, Force Awakens, they were a small planets. Like, small planets, and, like, it wasn't really fun, you couldn't really explore them. So it, it's just, yeah, I want them to be big, multiple, and explorable. Okay, so, moving on from games and movies, I have ideas for two trilogies. One is more, one I started to write just to piss off um, sequel haters, and one is, I, I got an idea for a YouTube video. So, the first one I'm lying in, maybe so often because I get ideas. And it's going to follow the Padawan of Rey, Skywalker, 
Yeah, I said that for a reason. And Finn. So basically, Finn's a now Jedi Knight, trained by Rey, and they have a power one. So we land on this planet. We see him explore. So it's going to start like Force Awakens, where we see this person. Oh, the ma the master, the, the Jedi of the Lost Trilogy is missing. Let's go find them. But we see them on the planet. He goes to his house, where he learns that he's force sensitive. He meets this girl, who's going to go on an adventure with him. They may or may not be fall in love. I have not decided that. She helps him out to get off the planet. And they go exploring, trying to find a way. I don't know if I want to give away the big secret at the end. Like, whether they find him or not. I might. I might not. So yeah. And the reason I want to make this one is, especially if I, it will expand off the sequel. Because I want to say more of a race saber. I love it. I love the design of the hilt. I want to piss off secret haters because I'd be saying like, Oh, Master Ray Skywalker bringing up stuff from the sequels that people won't like. So yeah, that may not be the most healthiest mindset to go in when writing a script, but yeah. And for the second trilogy option, I want to write, um, from like the villain perspective, like the villain is the main character. So I was watching a Supreme Court video where he was talking about what major changes will we make? They make to the sequels, and all the changes we walked around Kylo. So I think it'd be I thought it'd be cool <sighs> if there's a trilogy where the main villain, the villain is the main character, rather if it's a Kylo Ren type villain or like. I guess it would be like a Kylo Ren type villain where he serves a master and same as over here, he serves a higher master. And we can basically see them that the trilogy. It'd be more like it'd be more like a um Buster Keaton type deal. Like if you've seen his movie The Engineer, it basically highlights the not the Soviet Union, but the Confederacy. Well it's their point of view and in their mind the Confederates are the good guys. So I thought that'd be a cool idea is just have it from that point of view. I haven't started thinking about anything on that, but who knows? <sighs> and moving back to the one to piss off the sequel haters, I don't know if I'm gonna make the whole trilogy about them fighting Ray, or they solve it in the first movie, and then the Edge movies will be about something else, something bigger. I don't know. I think I have an idea how it will play out, but I'm not gonna say. So, dang, I thought I would have a lot more to talk about Star Wars. Wow. So, okay, I'm going to move into a backup topic. Spider-Man. After recording this, Spider-Man No Way Home comes out in five days. I'm so excited for the movie. I bought my tickets on the 29th when it came out. It went so. I'm seeing it Thursday night. Hmm. <laughs> I think at Thursday night, at December 16th, at 7.30, I'm taking a half day off work. I'm so excited. So, on the last podcast, I did talk about my theories a little bit. But I'm going to be talking about, let's see, what I want to see in the new trilogy. And also, I want to talk about all the rumors, leaks, and everything in this, right? Sorry, this last part's like last minute, so it's not as 
coordinated as the first part, which that wasn't really coordinated. Hmm. <sighs> sorry if there's a lot of these cuts, like, I'm, I'm just keep on yawning. That's why it sucks to have to do these at night. So, going into what I want to see in the new trilogy. To be honest, I want, although I love Zendaya, I want them to have Peter and MJ break up. You know, in between movies, at the end of this movie. I don't want them to kill her off because I want them to be an option to bring her back if they want to. But I think they should break up. And when Peter's in college, he either meets up with Prince Stacy, they date for a little bit. Or they meet up with... <sighs> Ooh, shit. Or he meets up with the black cat, which I don't remember her name. Felicia Hardy. That's who she is. And then, if they remember Felicia Hardy, I want them to bring back MJ. But her head's red, hair's red, and she changed her name to Mary Jane. For a reason. I don't know why. They could do that, or they can introduce the actual MJ. But if they do Gwen Stacy, I want it to be like... Uh, oh my fucking god. I want it to be... They start dating. Eventually, she will die because of how good Stacy is in the comics. And so, they're dating. She dies. They introduce MJ opening back Michelle Jones and Daya's character. So, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's the date thing part one. So, in this in the movie, like, I think it's possible that Ned Leeds can die in this movie. And what they can, if he does, they can use it. Oh, <sighs> they can use it as a way to um, as a way to introduce Harry Osborn, which I think that'd be cool. Or they could just do it where he he forgets about Peter. They move on, separates because high school friends don't stay friends forever. There are. Three options. Uh, uh, sorry, there were three clips posted. I'm not gonna play them here because I don't know if you want, if you want to see them or not. But there's one I want to talk about. It's a Doctor Strange one. So it was a lot more about um, the spell Doctor Strange is doing. So in the series we see Peter go, "Wait, are my girlfriend should know. Wait, my best friend. Oh, Aunt May, happy." Oh, these people should know. And Doctor Strange's like, "Shut up, kid. Sh that's not how it works." But in this trail, in this clip, we see, okay, so you and your girlfriend remember. I'm like, wait, so you could t make it to where this MJ remembers. So why don't you just take notes and make? So we got Peter, we got MJ, we got actually me, but I don't wait to remember you because you're annoying. <laughs> Ned, Happy, Pepper, Morgan. <sighs> yeah, and then we remember he's Spider Man, and that could have solved a lot of issues if he just took notes. But I, but I'm not judging. And we did get a clip. Uh, I know so I was going to talk about. Uh, I technically decided I won't show them, but we got a clip of the battle. Like they have highlighted this the bridge battle in the first trailer, second trailer. This clip, it's where Pierre first meets Doctor Doc. He's like, "Hello, Pierre." And the distance Peter says hello, and Doctor Doc is like, "What are you doing with my machine?" And then Peter's like, 
I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Have we ever met? And the doctor's like, oh, you're playing hard to get. And so the woman in the car, we see in the trailer, right, okay, Peter was, I'm assuming he was in Spider-Sense mode. It's just the way the shirt, like, it was shown in the shot. He may not have been. And there was a woman in the background. That people assumed was, um, Miles, uh, Miles, uh, Miles' mom. I think that might be an MIT representative. I think I seen it in the trailer. And then they actually says like, Peter and um, Ned are looking to get into MIT. And the way the woman in the dark art clip was saying, like, talking about Peter, and like, he said, ma'am, I think it might be an MIT representative. So I don't think it's going to be uh, Miles' mom. It'd be cool if it was, but I think it's going to be MIT representative. And the other clip that was released, it's just the opening to the movie. Like, I really think it's going to be the first clip of seeing the movie. It's, it picks up right after um, Far From Home, where his idea is revealed, and yeah. And it goes to, reveals more of what J.J., uh, James, um, it reveals more of what J. John Jameson says about him. And then people, like, it cuts to Zendaya's character, and someone's like, oh, you're Spider-Man's girlfriend. And people are like, oh, did you help him kill Mysterio? Pierre hops down from the light to go, and this woman says, you're just, like, well, someone says, you're just a scene, and this woman's like, let's see her face, and grabs towards his mask to pull it off. And so, but they get away from them, luckily. This guy jumps after him, like, Spider-Man swings the lead to hop on a taxi cab, and the guy just jumps on the taxi cab to, like, what are you trying to do? He's web swing away, like, wait, I can't catch him. And they land on the bridge in the trailer, like, that like we see in the trailer. And it's just him, like, what we see for the, um, ticket trailer. Oh, this is gonna be so hard, I think. Well, he's like, dude, and I was like, they go back and forth, and they just cut with him going back to Zendaya. Oh yeah, those are the three clips. Again, I really thought this episode was gonna be longer, man. I guess I was wrong. So, I want to talk about leaks. Um, okay, let's see. How do I talk about this? Imagine if in Endgame, we got spoiled that Small Hulk was making an appearance. Imagine if we got spoiled Fat Thor was a thing. That time travel was gonna be a big mainstay. That new Asgard was gonna be a place. Imagine all of these things in Endgame would have been spoiled for us. That's basically why it's happening in Far From Home. Yes, we know, like, they haven't revealed to, uh, uh, yeah, Toby and Andrew, but we know. Like, we learned from Infinity War and Endgame, like, we've seen that dead space. We know they edit people out. But it's still leaked. And uh, imagine if it wasn't. Imagine if Toby and Andrew was not leaked. We saw the trailer and saw the lizard get kicked by nothing. We could have speculated, oh, they're introducing Nova. Or this MCU character. But at this point, it's like, oh, yeah, just Andrew or Toby. We are spoiled by that. We are spoiled about a lot of things in this movie. It's still going to be an epic movie and a lot of surprises. 
But it'd been cool if he saw the first trailer and like, oh, oh, that's Green Goblin, or oh, that's Alfred Miller's Dark Ark. Like, it'd been cool to see that for the first trailer for the first time instead of being spoiled by the actors. Yeah, like, I'm just surprised Alfred Miller and Jamie Foxx spoiled their appearances in this movie. And I'm actually surprised Tom has kept his mouth shut. Yeah, but imagine if in game a lot of these things got spoiled. Like, we knew people were going to die in the game. Like, I think they said some of those people were going to die. But imagine if they said a major, major character is going to die. Like, we would have been waiting for it. And if. Okay, so. Before this. A lot of these. Like, not before. Like, after a lot of these information came out, I'm like, if this. If nothing things happen because of rumor, like I'm like, there's no way Doc Ock is in this movie. There's no way Toby and Andrew or Electro in the movie. Like, so none of these people appear, or none of these rumors are true. People are gonna be so disappointed at this movie. It's gonna bomb. But I think we've seen a lot. We've seen Doc Ock. We've seen Electro. Like we've seen places in the trailer where they edit out Toby or Andrew. I'm like, and also coming into this movie, I'm like. I don't want them to do this big Easter eggy cameo y fan servicey movie. I want them to do a continuous story to continue from the third one. But from the second one I meant. But I think Yeah, like they're gonna do that. Like And like I guess it's gonna be fan servicey with Alphamilia, like Talkock and Electro, Toby and Andrew. But they are going to, they're putting the story first. Versus what? And my other biggest issue coming into this movie is that I don't want them to do most. I want them to be a more grounded Spider-Man movie. The multiverse type thing isn't my favorite going into this movie. So let's see how. I'm still a bit afraid that the it's gonna be a lot busy. I'm afraid it's gonna be like a kind of like a repeat of Spider-Man Three. There's a lot, but in this movie, there's a lot more. See, I would know people are going to be disappointed in this movie because Chris, uh, Kristen Dunn, Slayer Stone are not appearing. Miles is not appearing. This character is not appearing. Oh, this ain't happening. I can tell people are going to be disappointed like, because it's like, the way they did some marketing. The way they did some marketing, like, I'm going to touch up on more of that. It's like, oh my god, like, this movie is going to be massive. These people are going to be expecting a lot. And... I already know people are going to be disappointed, yeah. So going into marketing. Oh, what about marketing? So, it took them... Let me see how long it took the trailer, like, for them to release the first trailer. Okay, so the very first official Batman teaser came out three months ago, which, to be honest, ain't that bad for movies. A lot of trailers come out three months before, but knowing it's Spider-Man, 
people, a lot of people are expecting more. It got to the point where people were expecting a trailer for this movie before even Black Widow came out. I'm like, I'm like, and th I've been seeing people in comments on TikToks or YouTube like, give us Spider-Man, give us Spider-Man. I'm like, first of all, Marvel Studios has three other movies they need to market. And it's also not up to Disney whether they release the trailer or not. It's up to Sony. So we got a trailer for, uh, before it turned out. I even think before Shang-Chi because that was like three months ago. No, it wasn't before Shang-Chi. That was... Oh, no. Oh, no. But then, what well, the biggest issue was coming with the second trailer. Which didn't get released until... Let's see. Three weeks. Not even a month ago. So, and a minute. Let me actually look at the dates. Because, like, normally, I'm not sure exactly how this works. Mobius is the same way. The trailer takes forever. But, let's get down here. Nope, yep, I passed it. There we go. So, so the very first. Uh, so, yeah, it did come out before Shang-Chi. The first trailer came out August 23rd. I mean, technically, that's not bad. Because then you have like September, October, November. So, about three months and like a week at the time. But then they waited until. November 16th. Literally, they waited until like one month until the movie came out on the Thursday release to post the second trailer. Yeah, the second trailer. A lot of movies have three trailers nowadays. The teaser, the official, and the final. So the fact that they waited that long just to post the second trailer, so not like they post the teaser trailer like three or four months before. Two months before they posted an official trailer, and at the beginning of marketing they post, which is normally like a month before, or at the beginning of the month, whatever movie coming out, they post the final trailer. But they pulled a, as of right now, they pulled a Eternals, the first trailer and the final trailer. But this doesn't say official tra final trailer, it says the official trailer. So that got people talking, so when's the final trailer coming out? And now people are thinking, oh, they're going to wait till the final trailer come out until after the movie comes out, because they're wanting to put spoilers in the official trailer. But if they want to do that, that'd be ballsy as hell. Let them. Uh, to, be honest, to be honest, before the first trailer even came out, the teaser trailer even came out, I'm like, watch they don't post the trailer. Watch they think, oh, all this hype is good enough. And not post the trailer, and oh, here's the Super 16th. Oh, the movie's out. And they would just been, like, I post a video on YouTube, black screen, tickets now and sell. If they would have done that, Cheers to them. They just whatever happens happens. They deserve it. So I just find that cool on what they did. Which I find weird because we get to, we had no marketing. Oh, same with posters. We didn't get the first posters until recently, like after the first official trailer. It's like about less than a month ago. But they they are horrible. They are bad posters. I'll see if I can find them and talk about them. But, yeah, so, after we, so we got no marking teaser trailer. 
no marking, officer to no posters, no marking, poster, poster, poster. Then once the tickets went on sale, it here's everything. So they waited, waited until the last moment to post anything. As I want to say before I find these, um, so they made trailer uh, posters for Spider-Man No Way Home, all legit one thousand percent better than anything they have released so far. So I, I just find out fun is like it got to the point where we didn't see a poster that people were legit making fake posters and mailing them to. Theaters are like, okay, so here's the official poster. Let's go. I'm like, it just, I just find that funny. And preparing for this movie to come out, I legit bought all some live action movies on Blu ray. So now I own them on Blu ray and digital. So what I'm going to do is, I, well, I've been doing that today. I, I mean, I'll play them to like, actually watch, like, focus on the screen how they came on. But I've just been playing them in the background. So I got to. All three of the uh, Toby ones, the Amazing Spider-Man one, and I just started Amazing Spider-Man two, which I'm gonna continue in the morning. So I'll have like two movies left. Maybe I should have gone to the Instagram page instead. Oh, speaking of marketing, recently came out with a Daily Bugle TikTok account. Which one thing I like about what they did after Far From Home came out, they legit opened up a No Way Home. Um, no Way Home. Uh, no, sorry, not No Way Home. A Daily Bugle website. Which I, I, and it actually had stories about it. I'm like, I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, so the first official poster came out four weeks ago. And the legit the Spider-Man poster was literally taken out of the movie, like out of one of the trailers. The dark arms like blurry as hell. You can't see what's happening. Green Goblin so far in the background. It it's like this poster is not the best. It's not. They could have done a lot better. So moving on to the second poster, let me see if I can find it. So I feel like the posters get better over time. So basically, it's the same Dark Arc arms, but in the position. Great Goblin's still in the background, 
But this one is similar to the Far From Home where Spider-Man's in the front doing his pose and the side characters in the background, like Doctor Strange is in the background. And then this we get the Electro's yellow lightning more front center and in the background it's the city whooping around him, so basically more Doctor Strange needs than this. And this trailer was three weeks ago. So I think they posted the second poster to go with the first movie. So after that we didn't get any more posters to a little bit. I wouldn't say a while because less than a month ago. But yeah, like are those the only two posters? Those are ugly. And yeah, so then two weeks ago they started the Daily Bugle TikTok account, which the actress who plays Babe Brand um, is getting paid for that, which she deserves it, <laughs> doing a lot more. Then the tickets went on sale trailer, and so the ticket went on sale. Then we get a new Spider-Man MCU better hoster. We do still see the Dark Ark, but they're in focus this time. We get giant Spider-Man head, like typical side character typical MJ. We see Electra this time. We see the lizard in like the background. The Green Goblin is way closer. So I think this poster is way better. And I'm thinking about getting this plates and like for every MCU movie and just hanging them in order. So I'll probably take this Spider-Man poster and I'll, this will probably be the one I use as that versus the first two posters. If I did a visual version of this podcast, I would uh, pop these up on the screen, but I don't. So not too long after the oh that one came out oh the poster I just talked about only came out a week ago. So not too long after that poster came out, we got three new posters like really not too long, and it focused on the villains. Which is interesting because it only focuses on three of them, but it's rumored to have five villains. So the first person we see is Green, well, Green Goblin. So we see the Green Goblin mask with the outline of Spider-Man, Green Smoke, Green Goblin hung a pocket grenade, which the poster looks amazing. So the second one is, we get the same version of Spider-Man, but it's Dr. Octopus with his red glowing tentacles. It still looks amazing. And for the third one, it's the same Spider-Man one, but with him on the left side. And we get a better look at Electro, his arc reactor, his lightning. So overall, I think the last four posters that we got are better than what the first two. But the last three are 100% better than the first three. So I think that's all the posters we have received. Besides the and one week stuff. Yep, that's the last one we have. Okay, speaking of the three, po- yeah. So now I know what about. Think of the three villain posters. They got me thinking. So if same man and the lizard are in these posters. So one thing is, the Green Goblin, um, Dark Octopus, and like the other main three main focuses. Three of the villains that get the main focus. Why Sandman and Lizard are going to be side villains. 
Which I don't mind that because it's five villains. Not all of them need to be main focus. Which so I think the plot of Electros is gonna be he's no longer blue. He's the one that's taken away from him. Yeah, and the plot of Dark Hawk is gonna be like oh something happened to where he lost control. Like when he helped you versus he gains back control. He helps them because there's a scene in the second trailer where Electros like you're not taking this away from me. She's lighting. And we see Dark Ark falling. So I think they're going to fight. Dark Ark is going to turn good again. Which is with a lot of people's criticism. Is wait. I thought the um, Dark Ark and Sandman were good again. But this proves that Dark Ark is. And then finally we're going to get Rodan first. But I don't, I don't know what his plot could be in this movie. All knows he is going after Stark Tech. And who knows. Because we did get an image. Like an official image. I don't. That they didn't post on Instagram, but it's an official image of the Green Goblin mask being destroyed. So that's why he doesn't wear a mask in the trailer and some clips. Which, I don't mind that. The new suit looks cool. So yeah, so basically, that's all the Spider-Man No Way Home stuff I want to talk about. But fine, on last Spider-Man news, I want to talk about the uh, clip we got for um, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. So, people are like, oh, it takes place immediately after. People are like, oh, it takes place in his college because he said to him. But people don't remember, like, in the first movie, he is a child, like, freshman, I would say, in high school. He has a dorm in his high school because it's an academy and that his room at home. So when he says, oh, my dorm's really mature, he's talking about his high school dorm, which this movie is said to take place one year after. And that's why he looks older. He actually looks a lot older, like, Senior year to freshman high college, but no, we were told it takes place one year later. So the movie looks good. We're gonna get different styles. Like each universe, it looks different, but I don't mind. I just hope they don't overuse it. <coughs> yeah, I just hope they don't overuse it, and I think it's gonna be good. Especially if they're doing it in part one and part two. We've seen how that worked out with a lot of movies. So I think they're confident enough to be like, yeah, we can do this. I'm excited, and when that eventually, I'll buy Into Spider-Verse Part 1, on, on, I mean, Into Spider-Verse movie, on Blu-ray, and watch it before that movie comes out. And especially when do it when Part 2 comes out, I'll buy Part 1, yeah. So, that's all I want to talk about um, for this week's episode of the podcast. If you like, please follow, and leave a rating in the comment. So, see you next time.